1: San Francisco Police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 115. A disturbance on the Barbary Coast. That's all. Files of the leading western cities for the true facts of the crime brought out on calling all cars. Rio Grande the investigators, have discovered some fascinating information for motorists. Actual records of managed and operating costs kept by the largest cities and counties in the west. Prove that Rio Grande electric gasoline is not only the fastest, gasoline is not only the fastest and most powerful gasoline available but it is also the most economical and efficient. This is the real reason why Rio Grande Cracked Gasoline continues to be specified year after year to power more police cars, fire engines, and emergency equipment than any other brand. And now it is our great pleasure to introduce Sheriff Dan Murphy of San Francisco County. will speak from the studios of Jason K.F.R.C. in San Francisco, Sheriff Murphy. this one-time notorious district. Of course, much of this writing has been greatly exaggerated, as most native San Franciscans know. Before the enactment of the rigid reform laws, which we have now, price conditions in most cities were undisguised. There was no attempt at concealment, and this was true in San Francisco. The discovery of gold in California in the middle of the past century brought to San Francisco a great many adventurous men of the rough sort. It is not strange that these men sought rough amusement. I recall as a small boy in San Francisco that right on Market Street there were such places as the old Café Royal, where percentage poker games were run in the open, The players in those games could be seen through the uncritened windows from the sidewalk. In those days, gambling and vice conditions were close to many of our important public thoroughfares. The romantically publicized Barber Coast was an outgrowth of the mining camps and the rough and ready days of 49. And long after the gold fever had burned out, and San Francisco had grown into a great western metropolis, this sore spot of the old days remained. There are some who would say that the Barbary Coast was a showplace, and while many of us old-timers are prone to romance about it, the truth is, as any veteran policeman can tell you, the Barbary Coast was a sordid and unromantic district. It was probably no worse than similar districts in other great American cities during the gaslight era. Violent crimes did occur there, but not with the frequency the popular writers would have us believe. Some crime flourished there for a long time, but eventually it met the end that crime always meets. When the police, backed by a righteous public opinion... Set out to put an end to it. Bowering through the white crested waves before a spanking south wind, the 4 masted sailing ship, Jeremiah T, seeks the golden gate as the bloody sun dips behind the fog bank which squats over the railroad, preparing for its slow nocturnal journey across the bay. The first with the fingers of gray mist are correcting the wooden hull of the Jeremiah T as he slips the crowded portal to the gate. The crew has carried aloft to re-in the main door when the first officer observes a half dozen small boats making for the ship to the growing mist. He reports to the skipper of the wheel. There are uh, several longboats making alongside, sir. Yeah, I've been expecting them. Former Creighton. Who are they, sir? Runners for the Grinch. Make pardon, sir? Oh, I forgot you'd never made this fourth performance, Mr. Johnson. No, sir. This is my first voyage into the Pacific. Uh, make fast that line, Peterson. It's flopping like an old mate's Aye, sir? You know, Mr. Johnson, these runners are a great help when you're in the fix I am. I don't understand, sir. Well, yeah, we have to stay in port nearly a month before we get another cargo. From the time the runners are happened to work on the crew... We'll not have a handful of men left. they will all be in those Whitehall boats heading for the Barbary Gould. But that's be yes, Of course it is. And <laughs> by the right of send Elmo, that's just what I want the crew to do. They deserve it, and I don't have to pay a man jack of his wages. But what do we do when we're ready to sail? No, we'll get another crew from the Krems who run the boarding houses. Gang hide? will call it that. They'll be a little drunk when we get them aboard. But they'll straighten up once we get free. Oh, Mr. Johnson, I saved the men back wages and all the wages I'd have to pay them while we are in force. <laughs> Pretty cute, wouldn't you say? I'd say it was a little hard on the men. Oh, you're soft, Mr. Johnson. You've had too much of those North Atlantic steamships. I don't see why the men will be so willing to leave without their pay Why they've got three-month wages coming. Well, I've been running them for ten days now. Selling them miserable fools. Breaking their backs, feeling the bills. Yes, I've noticed you've been working them harder than usual. Ah, uh, Hawkins! Hawkins, you dog! Go right up there and reap that sail right. Or I'll break every bone in your blasted body. Oh, they'll be willing to leave right enough. When these runners get through them. Look, they're coming over the side now. I suppose you didn't want them to take the crew. Yeah, nothing much I could do about it. They're armed to the teeth, and they're all tough. <laughs> Aye, there,
0: mate.
1: Would you like some gin and Aye, that I would. And we've got the leg, then the fence is if you Yes, <laughs> i Jeremiah team, the ship is without a crew, and the Whitehall boats are gliding through the fog toward the waterfront, each with its load of its sailors, upon whom the ghost liquor has by now taken its effect. The crimp, or boarding house, to which Manuel, the runner, leads his boat, is filled out over the black water of the bay, and the rickety staircase leads from a float through a trap door into a back room of the resort. As Manuel ties up his boat, the looking Spaniard lumped down the stairs, lantern in hand. Well, my friend, how many is this kind? I get three, boss. Only three? What's the matter with you? Only three Mexicanos aboard. I tried to get big German fellow. I bite his ear. But three-fingered marks from Shanghai, ha ti his arm in your shang ha name. Ooh, I have to let him go. Come on, muchachos. Come on, come on. Here we are in the cargo. Come on, I come on, get no. up. And we get redheads, don't huh? we? <laughs> <Yeah>. Gee, <laughs> you get redheads. Red <laughs> Watch your step. <Christians> <ông> you are falling. Uh, give me another ah, drink. Uh, you get another drink upstairs. Come on, off with your... Come on. on. Come on, come on. Run to Ramonola. Uh, Run to Ramonola. Come yep. on, you. you yeah. are. Come you on, out. I say. Well, he's right up. He'll be here in a minute. You'll we'll just lie down here in this pond. Oh, I don't want to lie I down here. I say lie down over there, the pond. If you give them enough to kill it for them, the are sure. look at them. They will not wake up until tomorrow. I I think it was that fellow Dirty Mike killed. Anyway, he found out about it and he was very angry. Uh, I I cannot afford to treat good customers like the skipper of Berlin my way. No, that is right, sir. Come on, we go into the throne now and you keep your eye open for Jose and his man. (laughs) See? Have money. <laughs> I must not miss my aim with his legs. That hand. is right. Here's <laughs> your beer, And do not forget to aid him down the bar under the trap <laughs> Do door. not worry, I won't. Don't get too close to the trap door yourself, Manuel, or it's almost right
0: there and get you
1: on. I know better than that, amigo. Do not worry. Manuel, here come Jose no. Bueno. Hello, Jose. <laughs> Well, Come on, have a drink with me and my friend here. I'm si? you Ma- oh, no, Pedro. senor. Yeah. San Francisco the no. never been Pedro? No, no. Still, well. I, I am busy The... The room is going... Bueno, um, Manuel, give it to him. Give it up, amigos. Oh. All right, Manuel, get down there. Roy must be Lima. And collect an extra hundred dollars for trouble at the last minute. The skipper will take it out of his way before he gets put on the shore. again. <laughs> <laughs> Enough
0: to hear you. I, I do not want to send any more crosses out
1: to the Lima. While Manuel rows another victim of the bows out to the waiting ship, Luis Gomez and his companion sleep it off in the back room of the crimp. And late the next afternoon, as the dazed and bewildered sailors are struggling to wakefulness, Itavo enters the room. All right, amigos, get up. I have at last got to a bird on a fine uh, uh, eh? What do you say? The Capitan is oh, waiting outside oh, for you to sign the articles. First, let the fellow tell me about that. to god I Who oh, are you. Stand on me, Otago. You can't stand behind me. I'll stay right here if I have to split this throttle. You're not one of us. He's doing enough. He shall keep his six feet. <laughs> <laughs> see, I see his head on the wall. <laughs> and see, pull your knife on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Tailored mother oh, of mine. He slides off Otago. Here. A little further over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, pick it. up your knife. I fight as one with either hand. I do not need an ear to stand. Not door, Jose. Clear the floor Let them fight it out. There is Darbo's knife claiming 16 Oh, my yeah. oh. oh. blood, the strongest blood of a men. Have your life, Paul. You will never live to see tomorrow's sun. You to. I'll have you a knife and no mistake. Oh, tell me when the slaughter's over. I can't stand the blood. That's why I quit my job at the time. I'll bet the $5 on the bushy man. Or just now i bet the $5 on the bushy man. The whole court. Go, go on, Charlie, go on. Do you suppose I should drink any discharge if I had $5? There goes part of the bar. Yes, and part of the cargo, too. Did <laughs> you see that flight? It ain't a you put Ponce to break it to them for. Go on, Gomez. Give it to the big hood. You would like more trouble, eh? No, oh, no, no. I was just fooling. Let him break it, eh? Let him break it. Doesn't look too good for a charm The little guy has a heavilock on it. He's good at No, no. No. What do you mean? He escaped. He's he nice. He's terrible. And he escaped. Oh. He's terrible. You. What do you know about this? Me? Absolutely nothing. I don't know a thing. As a matter of fact, I was asleep for the corner the whole time. I just woke up when you knocked on the door. And that threat to me mm-hmm. And What's your name? Smith. John Smith. Mm-hmm. How about you? What do you know about this? I don't know do a thing. Not at least it's a thing. It all seems like a dream. Don't you think the idiot was a dream, Inspector? I doubt it. What's your name? John Doe. John Doe. What do you know John. about this? Oh, oh sorry, come on, again. Oh, me? Oh, me know nothing, you know. Uh, me, number one, I quite to China for you, you know. Me, no, I say nothing, no, no. And what's your name? Oh, just now, just now, me call it John. John Tannerman, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Tannerman. Oh, come uh, on. and Manuel, the two drunks, the Chinaman, and the sea captain are all taken in and closely
0: questioned. Finally,
1: they furnish the police with an adequate description of the fugitive. And while one detail of police drags the bay in the district around its harbor crimp, inspectors Mackie and Conlon closely search every ship sailing from Mexican and South American ports on the theory that if he's not already dead, Gomez may have hidden aboard one and intends to get back to his native land. Finally, two days later, as is searching steamships steamship and forth about to stay over the isthmus, The captain approaches. <coughs> have you been successful, Inspector? Not yet, sir. I've been through the hold and the build, but found nothing. Well, of course, if your man hit in one of the ballast tanks, we might not load for months. We'd like to know if we just filled the tanks with water yesterday. Well, I still have to search top side. <coughs> Never can tell where I might be hiding. In a funnel or in a lifeboat? Uh, that's quite true, uh, but unfortunately, Inspector, we we have to pull out of our berth. Oh, Why don't you mind sailing until five o'clock? Uh, well, not, but uh, we have to vacate the pier for an incoming liner. Uh, we'll be anchored in midstream until late afternoon. You don't mind if I stay aboard until you up anchor? No, no not at all. Not Thanks. Not at all. It shouldn't take more than another hour. While two tugs drain and shove at the sides of the SS Bertha Force, sending her into the middle of the bay, Inspector Conlon continues his search of the upper deck, peering under lifeboat covers, padding in the funnels, opening lockers and chests in the officers' quarters and in the boats. Finally, as the great ship swings around in the stream and the engine room bells jangle with both feet stern, the inspector is on the forward wall deck, talking to the boats. What's in that locker, both Who wants to know? Oh, perhaps you didn't know I was aboard, uh, I'm Inspector Condon of the San Francisco Police, and I, I have the captain's permission to search the ship. What are you searching for? That makes no difference. What's in that locker? Anchor chains? Mind opening it for me? You levers make a lot of trouble. I tell you, there's just anchor chains in there. Will you open that locker, or must I call the captain? Hey, sir, I'll open it. There you
0: are,
1: sir. Change like I said. Mm-hmm. Only don't get too near to him. I drop an anchor in a minute. You are? Then you better get out there in a hurry, Thomas. What? Who are you speaking to? The man I'm looking for. Come on, Thomas. And step widely. Hands in the air. Yes, senor. I come. I would love you, Gomez. My son, you're close to so Bart. Take him down, Mr. Bolton. Yes, sir. Here you are, sir. A knife. You seem to use it, Senor. I'm glad you come. Sir, I hope what? All right, sir. I understand you, sir, what I found the
0: anchor ladder. Come on in, sir. What, sir? i dropping the anchor. I didn't get a very safe place to hide, don't I? It. There's a very extreme or anything wrong in there as the anchor falls. If I hadn't found you just now. You'd have been killed to
1: miss in the middle of that car of oh, Smyth, the day. Oh, my God. Believe me, God. You have saved my life. So I'm glad you found it was... Oh, I'm glad you found me. Oh, Santo Marino. Un momento más que yo viera muerto en este corpo interno. You will save my life. You know, you will save my life. Not for very long, I'm afraid. You'll probably lose it on the gallows of John Quentin. Uh. courtroom scene in which Louis Gomez argued for his life on the plea of self defense, the jury was sufficiently influenced to save his life. But public opinion was changing and no Barbary Coast crime was permitted to go unpunished. Louis Gomez, unfortunate victim of the Shanghai Racket, was sentenced to San Quentin Penitentiary for 20 years on a verdict of murder in the second degree. During this broadcast, a telegram was received from Phoenix, Arizona. It (coughs) reads. Arizona's largest county, Maricopa, has just placed its new contract for a year's supply of gasoline for all sheriff's cars and other emergency equipment with the Rio Grande Oil Company, classifying Rio Grande cracked gasoline exclusively. This is Rio Grande's. Los Angeles, and many other leading western cities and counties have convincingly endorsed cracked gasoline by renewing contracts for 1936 with Rio Grande. But even more important, the sales of Rio Grande cracked gasoline to all motorists have increased 140%. Have you changed yet to the fastest-growing gasoline in the West?